Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Blessings hurt. And that's why most of us don't have blessings, because we don't like to hurt. Does anybody have a loan in the bank? Anybody have a loan in the bank? Does anybody have a car loan? Loan in the bank, car loan, house. Do you like having those loans? You just kind of found it as a necessary, but, but you don't like having, you don't like owing people, right? Stands to reason, right? So if God gave you something you deserved, you would owe him. If he gave you something you didn't deserve, you would owe him. Uh, hello, where's everybody at? Hmm? Salvation, first and foremost, we don't deserve. So that means... We owe. Hmm? We don't like owing. We don't like being in debt. The Bible says, let no debt remain outstanding except for the debt of love. So we don't like owing. In other words, we don't like having something we don't deserve. If you have a loan in the bank, this is one of the reasons why I don't like loan. If you have a loan in the bank, it means you don't deserve it because you had to borrow it. Till you get worthy enough to own it. <laughs> yes, don't get paranoid about it. Right? But that's one of the reasons why I don't like loans because I have something that I don't deserve. So I, I'm saying that within 20 years from now, 15 years from now, whatever the length of the loan is, then I deserve it. But by then, especially a car, it's depreciated so much. So do I deserve the car because I paid for it or I deserve the car because it's old now? Now, it's very important that you catch this. If you, if you don't catch this, you ain't going to catch the Bible at all. You're definitely not going to catch any concept of what it means to be under grace. Or blessings. When God blesses you, when you get a big blessing. See, a blessing, first of all, you must know what a blessing is. A blessing is not something you deserve. A blessing is something you don't deserve. So you're not worthy of it. Huh. Now a lot of times to the church we've been taught to say that. And, and especially in this house too. You know, somebody bless me, somebody bless me, somebody bless me. But very seldom do you ever get really blessed. What you get is like a $5 blessing, $10 blessing. You get a little blessing here or there, maybe a thousand. But you don't get a big blessing because you could never handle that. Nope. You would owe somebody too much. Not that when somebody gives you a blessing that you owe them as in the bank, you've got to pay back 
money, right? See, if you, if you get money and you buy a car and you owe the bank, you don't give the bank a car, you give the bank money. They don't want your car. They'll only come after it after you've missed several payments. Then they'll come after it. But they really don't want it. Banks don't want cars. Banks don't want to take your house. That's not their business. That's why they try to get rid of it so quickly if they ever do take it. Because that's not their business. So when God blesses you with something, you owe. But he don't take U.S. or T.T. It's gratitude you owe. So if he shows you love, let no debt remain outstanding except for the debt of love. So that's how we get to this concept that blessings hurt. That is any sizable blessing. You know, those things you fantasize about, those things that you say you believe God for and you fantasize about it, but deep down inside you're conscious, consciously you know, nah. And that's why you're so quick to settle for something less. But the real problem is blessings hurt and you don't want to hurt. Because when you get a blessing, it's a constant reminder that you're not worthy. That's why many people can't get saved because it's a constant reminder that you're not worthy. That's the real kicker. That's, that's why people don't, you know, most everybody, anybody would get saved and come to church and start going to church if they really thought that they could earn the blessing or get just a little help. Their problem is the constant reminder that they're not worthy. See, that's what we can't accept. So the long and the short of it, the reason a lot of people don't get saved is not for the reason you think. They just don't like being indebted to nobody. Same concept of just saying that, you know, I did it myself. You don't want to admit that the nice house you got, the nice job you got, the nice car you got, nice marriage you got, you, you don't want to admit that you still owe for it. That you're not worthy of it. Now if you listen to me this morning, and you understand how to hurt for a blessing, now, some of you hurt for a blessing, but you're not hurting the right way. You're just hurting to get it. <laughs> the hurt comes after you get it. Hmm? After you get it. Put it this way. Let's say you did somebody wrong, right? And they forgive you. Do you ever get that paid off? Uh, you ever get that paid off? Hmm? Somebody showed you favor a long time ago. You ever get that paid off? Hmm? Somebody helped you out of a jam. Do you ever get that paid off? Not really. It's a debt of love. And why do you call it a debt of love? It's a debt of love, not a debt of work. Not a debt of money. Let no debt remain outstanding except for the debt of love. So that means pay all the money debts. But the debt of love always remains outstanding. Huh? The debt of love. 
If somebody helped you out of a jam a long time ago, you'd still be in one big mess if they hadn't helped you out. So how long do you owe them? For eternity. Forever. And that's why, that's why most people in the world don't accept Christ. It's not that they don't want salvation. They just can't handle the debt. That, 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 that constant consciousness of knowing, I owe God. I owe God my life because my life is in such a mess, so I owe God my life. So the reason they don't get saved and their life don't get changed is not for the reason you think. It's not that they're being stubborn. They just don't want the debt. They don't want to have to... Well, in the church sometimes we say they don't want to give glory to God, but that's what glory to God is about. What's giving glory to God? See? Some of us, we don't know how to give glory to God. We give glory to God, but we stay broke. What are you giving thanks to God for? Salvation, yes, but if you got salvation, you shouldn't be so broke. If you got salvation, you shouldn't be so lonely. If you got salvation, see, salvation is not just for the spiritual man, it's for the carnal man as well. If salvation is just for the spiritual man, he'd catch you after you're dead. He came to us in the flesh. He didn't come to us in the flesh to save the spiritual man. He came to us in the flesh to save the, the physical man that we be, could be led into the salvation of the spiritual man. Hmm? Yes? See, if you're sick on your deathbed and Christ comes and heals you, ain't the spiritual man, it's the physical man that got healed first. But the spiritual man might Say, save me too. See, it's, it's the debt. See, it's, it's that debt. It's the debt. Sometimes the reason a good-looking woman can't find a man is because she don't want to go in debt. You keep looking in the mirror and say, well, what's wrong with me? Nothing wrong with you. The only thing, you don't want to be in debt to God to send you a nice man. See, it's the debt. It's the owing. And that's why many of us can't receive blessings from God. Because we don't want to owe God. And as Christians, we think we owe Him enough just for salvation. And we say that all the time. Lord, I just thank you for salvation. Lord, if you could just help me out a little bit here, I won't ask for nothing more. See, we put limits on what we can ask for, but God loves you so much. And he loves you so much, he wants you to bear fruits, and he loves you so much that he wants you to testify about his goodness. How are you going to testify about his goodness if his goodness ain't in your life? When's the last time you've seen God's goodness? Oh, yes, he gave you some potatoes, and I gave you some breakfast this morning. That's all you think you're worth, right? Well, I was valuable less before I met Christ. I had no value. When I met Christ and he got inside of me, now I'm really valuable less. Can't put a price on this. Not because of the flesh, but because he dwells within me.
And when he dwells within me, that makes me worthy to receive the blessing. Because it's not my flesh. See, to be blessed hurts. Because it's a constant reminder that you didn't deserve it. Huh? How you going to go out in your driveway, get in your car that you don't feel like you deserve? You, you can't keep that up. The only, way you can, the only way you can keep that up is if you know that God is better than you and that God blesses you. Lord, I just thank you. See, that's why sometimes you, you get a blessing, but you give God thanks for it one, two times, three times. Huh? I know sometimes the Lord, he, he, he does things, and every time I see it, I say, I oh, thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. See, every time you go out of the house and get in your car, now, some of you say, I thank you, Lord, because you want to make sure it starts. <laughs> Not because you see it. I thank you, Lord. Uh, there's something in there. That, that debt of gratitude. That, that debt of love that is, that is in there. Uh, and so every time you see it, you just get happy. That's, what, that's, that's why you can't quarrel and cry out and make all that noise. Because everywhere you look, you see your blessing. Ooh. Let me behave myself. Huh? See, some of you got blessings, but you don't recognize them. Hmm. But it hurts to be blessed. It's worse than salvation. Yes, I want to get into heaven. Yes, I'm not worthy. We, we all sin. We all fall short. Right? But one day, I'll go to heaven. See, we still, in the back of our mind, we think we're going to earn it between now and the time we die. And according to some of you, need to work faster, you know. You understand what I'm saying? But to be blessed. Well, that's, that's, again, that's like most of us. Oh, yes, the Lord's going to bless me with that. But it's not coming today, is it? Your blessing coming tomorrow? Next week? What does your conscience say? Maybe five years from now? Maybe ten years from now your blessing will come? Uh, be honest. What's the little voice down deep in your inner self saying? When's your blessing coming? Hmm? See? Especially as Christians. Yes, God's going to bless me. He's going to bless me. When? Huh? When? Hmm? Hmm? When's Mr. Right going to come? After four wrongs? Or when? When's he coming? <laughs> when? Don't blame me as your conscience talking. It ain't me. You know? <laughs> this is on you. When? When? Be honest, be honest. When the blessing gonna come? Hmm? When you gonna see better days? Uh, when's, when's that financing gonna be there? Uh, when you gonna be able to go in your purse and just pull out some money and not even worry about the price of things? When? You see that happening anytime soon? I hope so. You hope so. <laughs> God is doing it. I hear you talking, you know. <laughs> I hear you talking. 
And it's good that we it's good that we have that attitude and we speak it, but do we really believe it? Or is that part within us? See, this is the thing. It's your face, it's your pocket. We are the ones that stop in the blessing. No one else. And all of us in the back of our head, I don't know how we get into this theology so quick. My blessing ain't going to come until I become a better person. And when are we going to become a better person? Well, that certainly ain't going to be tomorrow, is it? We need a little bit more. Let me call the bank up. I need some more time on this one, you know. That, that ain't going to happen tomorrow. Because I've tried too many times. To get better. But see that's our problem. Because we relate blessings. To righteousness. So. We try to become righteous. For money's sake. We try to become righteous. For blessing's sake. But see righteousness. When we. Work at righteousness. Or we work at being a good person. And subconsciously, we know we're just doing it for money, you know. Huh? Or maybe we're just doing it to find love. Or, or, or to get something better in life. Think about it. That is so cheap. That is so cheap that we are being good so God blesses us. If we are being good so God blesses us, that means God's not good at all. He's just waiting for you to hurry up and get the work done. That means God is not good or evil. Think about it a minute. Think about it. If you are being righteous for commodity's sake, you're being righteous for prosperity's sake, then God is not good or evil. God's not even blessing. He's just holding, not your blessing. He's holding what you work for. Till you get through working. Hmm. No, he's not a taskmaster. No, he's, he's fair. According to you. So when you get your righteous works done, then, it's your blessing, but you don't even have to call it a blessing because you earned it. Don't have to call it, it's not a, blessings don't even exist. Good God, bad God doesn't exist, it's waiting on you to do what's right. Actually, when, actually, you don't realize it, but actually when you begin to do all these righteous works because you think coming to church and doing all these things is going to make your life better, actually, you actually almost denying that there is a God. You just believe in some sort of higher power or karma that, okay, once I do good, then, I, then I'm going to get it. And you can't say we don't believe it because we, sometimes we say to God, but I'm doing everything right. But you don't believe that. And it don't take you long to figure out, okay, you're not doing this right, you're not doing this right, you're not doing this right. 
So the thing you're working for, you just you're just making down payments on it to you get it paid off. That's Old Testament. And that's strangely, that's the way most of us believe. We say grace all the time, but we don't believe it. And we certainly don't apply it to other people. <laughs> Here's the thing. The blessings of God have nothing to do with your good or bad. The blessings of God, the only way they can be a blessing, first of all, is if you don't deserve it. So quit asking for blessings unless you want something you don't deserve. Hmm? You should be more than content with just your daily bread. <laughs> Whatever dollar you need for the day. Blessings means you don't deserve it. Hmm? How can you count it as a blessing? If you work for it? Huh? If you come to, to work for me and you work all day long, and I say, let me bless you with $100. And bless you no $100. You work for it. Cheaply. But the in the church, we always taught to speak blessings, 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 blessings. But do you even know what you're asking for? You're asking for something that you don't deserve. And God is more than willing to bless you. Give you something you don't deserve. But he don't want to hurt your feelings because you want to work for it. Most of us are not saved under the cross. What we do is we accept the cross as a as a, a, a down payment till we get it paid off. Think about it. Huh? As Christians, we think the day's gonna come when the Lord says, Well done. You don't need the cross no more. You paid it off. The debt is paid. See, we don't like to owe people. We don't like the fact that somebody else made us or somebody else gave us that start. I remember a young man here a while back and he, he said something to me. And he just, I don't know, it, it just, to me it just really opened my eyes up. To something I already knew, but it was just—it was—it just opened my eyes up. Of course, he was a young man, kind of foolish, you know. He's uh, a teenager, so he's miserable, miserable. So I—I I began to teach him some things, and his eyes began to open up and see some things about God's love and that God is for him and not against him. So he came to me one day and he said. He said to me, this was when he was getting ready to go back home from another country. And he said to me, he says, when I make it big, 
I'm going to come back and I'm going to pay you back for all that you've done for me. His words, I'm going to pay you back for all that you've done for me. Now that sounds respectable on the surface. But immediately I said to him, you will never be able to pay me back. Because there would be no better days without what I gave you. You can never pay that back. You can do something out of respect, but you can never pay it back. Because without it, you would have nothing. And so whatever you become for the rest of your entire life, because you was in such a mess, whatever you become, you will owe me the day you die because the direction you was going. Now, I want you to catch this from God's perspective and not just the young man in my perspective. You'll never be able to pay that back. I don't care how fancy your car is. I don't care how much money you make. Every now and then you will catch the ghost and the glare, that shadow of the person that puts you on the right track. Hmm. And that is not easy. That debt. No matter how much this young man makes, he has some potential, especially in his head. But he has potential. No matter how much he makes. He was lost without that word. No matter how much he makes. No matter. What he says to anyone. To girlfriends. To wives. To aunts. Uncles. Children. Or grandchildren. I didn't have nothing when I started. Nobody helped me. And right there, he'll choke. Yes. <laughs> he might still spit it out. But in his conscience, in her inner being, now the problem with your blessing is you don't like that feeling that somebody else made you. You'd be nothing without that person. You just want a little help with Jesus so you can give him a little credit and give yourself the rest. Anybody hear what I'm saying? Uh -huh. This is not a message for one of us. It's a message for all of us. The blessing hurts because you can't ever pay it back. You're indebted. Huh? In the church, you know, when we get saved, we feel a little indebted to Jesus. And we say, nah, nobody like Jesus, Jesus only. But as years pass, we still have that debt because we, we think one day we're going to die. We still need Jesus. But as far as the rest of things in our life, we start to think that we're doing it on our own. If he hadn't saved us, we probably wouldn't even be here. There'd be no better us. 
because we was in a mess when you found us. Uh, but we, we, we tend to, because we think salvation is a spiritual gift. See, that's why sometimes you're spiritually rich, but physically you're broke. Because you think salvation is just spiritual. You don't think salvation includes your pocket or your, your mental state or your, your health. You think it just includes the spiritual man, that, that ghost inside of you. Hmm? The eternal gospel, is, is it has nothing to do with the physical man. It's just about your ghost inside. Hmm? Now you believe that nonsense if you want it. And when you die broke and ugly and lonely, there's ghosts go right into the paradise. But when you get up there and the Lord says, what did you do with what I gave you? Forever in debt. And who wants to go back to the bank and go more in debt? Anybody? Anybody? Those of you that's got debts, who wants to go more in the bank and be dead? Where's Tashana and Brianna? They just reminded me of something. Tashana and Brianna, don't you two owe me some money? Huh? Don't you owe me some money? Let's see if I remember something about Christmas. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Look at him. <laughs> Brianna, don't ever run from the police. They'd find you. First of all, you're dressed in pink and that laugh. Everybody know who you are. Now, just to get to this story... It, it was Christmas, I believe. And they didn't quite have enough money for the Christmas exchange. Well, they, they was going go to they was gonna go to, I don't know, uh, Pennywise, because they thought things cost a penny, I guess. I think they was going to buy some cheap gifts, you know, for gifts exchange. I said, no, 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 no. They said, but we don't, this, this is all money we got. Because they've been praying for money and it, it just hadn't come. So in this house we teach no begging, no borrowing, no stealing, no rummaging, all those things. Because that's not faith. But sometimes I realize you need to strengthen people's faith. So I said, nah, I'm going to give you some money. If I remember, it was this one over here. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't want to owe. Look at these two up here. A little bit of money. You two act like. Ah. I could either talk about this or your boyfriends. Which one do you want to talk about? This. Uh, uh. <laughs> now uh, we can talk about money. All right, all right. We'll talk about money. Now. First thing, I'm just using this totally for illustration purposes. I'm not worried about that little bit of money. 
I want to encourage you to have faith, right? You, you understand? Yes? Yes, Tashana? Uh, <laughs> Y'all are so silly. What? Y'all not, not old enough to be so shamed. That's for old people. You see, the, 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 whole point, the whole point really was Tashana. Brianna was kind of on the same boat. No, because we don't know when we're going to get the money back. We don't know when you're going to pay, we, we're going to pay you back. First of all, I admire that integrity. Amen. You know, they're not going to go into debt. They ain't got no job. <laughs> not like some of you go to courts and lie about your, you know. Oh, yes, I'm a CEO. So I admire that. So it's me that pushed them into it, you know. Because I want to see the faith grow. But that, that, that whole point of not going into debt is the same reason we don't get excessively blessed because of the debt. Hmm? Yes? Now, these two, they're going to be restless the rest of the day. They think I'm going to break their legs or something, though. Because they owe me. But you two owe me a lot more than money. Do, do I need to go through the lit? No, all right. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing with God. We don't want to be indebted to God. So we had rather be broke, lonely, lifeless, and just, you know, earn it ourselves, beg, borrow, do whatever we got to do, rather than to be indebted to God for blessings. Huh? Yes. You'd prefer your poverty. Oh, gosh, is right. Over being indebted to God. Hmm? Now, I admit, sometimes, you know, we get to a place where we, we get pretty good at borrowing money and, and then getting upset when the people actually want the money back, you know. It's like that, you know. And truth is, you should never loan anybody money that you can't do without. Hmm. True. You should never do that. Don't loan what you can't do without. Don't give more to somebody than what you can give without killing them. <laughs> so if I asked you for five hundred dollars, I can do five. Listen, I can do two hundred. Just in case you don't pay me back, I can still forgive you. But five hundred, it'd just be too hard to forgive you. <laughs> So you should always give in that perspective. But it's the, the, it's the whole thing of debt. Because, you know, you, you, you owe God so much because he saved you. 
but for him to bless you. What you want is for God to do some magic and, you know, put some special powers on you so you can do it yourself. But even if the Lord put his spirit on you, and it was his spirit that did it, you're still indebted to him. And more so, the bigger the blessings, the more you owe God. Uh, the Bible says the man who was forgiven for more owes more. But what about the man that God has blessed? What about the man that God has put in a high position? How much more will you owe? God starts to bless you financially. How much more will you owe God? How much more in debt will you be to God? Not to mention the fact that you should share your commodities with the family of God. Hmm? That's a given. But here's the thing with the Lord. The Lord's not holding back your blessings because you're not tithing. You are. Because you know you're cheap deep down inside. You know you're cheap and greedy. Hmm? So when the Bible, or you look at Malachi, it says, you know, you know, why is poverty here? Why is my crops like this? It's because you have forsaken the house of the Lord. You didn't give him the tithe. But here's the thing. Make sure you know how to understand that scripture. God is not penalizing you because you didn't pay your tithe. You're penalizing yourself because you're cheap and greedy and you don't want to give. I, so basically what God is saying, give to me and that, that'll break that thing. Then you won't be cheap and greedy no more. Uh, then you get your calculator out. 10%. Mm. Is that net or gross? None of that's righteous. None of that's righteous. Because if you love God with your finances, you just reach your hand in your pocket and you give. Because that's what love tells you to give. But this is not about the tithe. This is about you. It's about all the things that we do to rob ourselves of the blessings that God wants to give us in your life. Because these old broke testimonies, it's just not cutting it. Your old broke testimonies ain't saving nobody. Why? Your broke testimonies are just bringing back a few people that broke like you? We're called to give glory to God for what? Yes, glory to God that he brought us out of sin most definitely. But how long are you going to milk that cow? Where's the testimony of God's goodness? How many times you come to church? You ever been to a church where they didn't say, God is good all the time. God is good. I just want to stop service and ask about 12 people that look like they need plastic surgery on their face and say, what is God good about? Tell me. Here's the mic. How is God good? 
So you're lying on God because you don't believe he's good. But here's the thing I want you to understand. I want you to understand this. Listen, God is not deceiving. He's not a scammer. We treat God like he's, he's the scammer of scammers. All us broke people in here saying we blessed. Talk about giving false testimony. And you know, speaking of scams, you know, there's some scams, you know, out there, especially on Facebook and, and places, there's scams out there. Listen, anytime you've got to give somebody money to make money, it's a scam. You've you got to give money to get money. You've got to pay the taxes before you get it. Listen, that's a scam. Hmm? Yes, you got more greed than intelligence. That's a scam. But here's the thing. You, you can go on there and, and it'll say, these are the people that tried this product and it worked wonderful. Everybody follow me? Huh? That's their cousins. And cousins' cousins. And they was paid to write that. So here you are Googling the, the, the cousin of the cousin of the scammer. But that's all right. According to the most Christians, God is the biggest scammer of all. Because he has all these followers that says, yes, the Lord blesses me. The Lord, I'm blessed by the Lord. I'm blessed by the Lord. You can't show me nothing. God is not a scammer. No, he blesses. But he don't bless based upon your good works. That's you just working for it. That's not a blessing. A blessing is something you do not deserve. Regardless of how much you work. Hmm? In the Bible there was some men that went to work early. They got the pay that the, the employer said he would pay them. Some went to work late. They got the same amount of pay. See they got blessed. The workers didn't get blessed. Oh. The ones that went to work early... And they got paid exactly what they were supposed to get. They didn't get blessed. They got paid. The ones that came, let's just say, the ones that came at noon, right? The ones that came at noon, okay, they got paid and blessed. But the ones that came at the last hour, no, they just got blessed. Because the blessing is what we don't deserve. Now, there's, there's this question. What's the difference between being blessed and spoiled? See, some people are just spoiled. You know what the difference is between being blessed and spoiled? When you're spoiled, you think you deserve it. So, pro probability, you know, if, if you're in church this morning, you're saying, But Lord, where's my blessing? I've been working hard. You are spoiled. Because the difference between being spoiled and blessed. Spoiled is you think you deserve it. Or God gives you something. Well, that's not the right color. I did it. Blessed. 
when this is far more than I could imagine, than my mind could understand. But that's when the hurt begins. Because you, you, you just, I mean, it feels good, you know, to, to get the blessing in your hand, but then weeks turn into months and months turn into years and you can't ever get this paid off. Just to be indebted. Get a handsome man and every time you look in the mirror, nope, don't deserve it. You have to just face up to all that ugliness. You just, hmm. And then when you face up that ugliness and you say, I don't deserve that handsome man. You got to tell yourself, no, it's a blessing of God. Can't nobody take it away. But you know, sometimes we don't like that. A lot of times we don't like that. In fact, that's the whole thing. See, blessings hurt. We like to at least think we earned it. And so sometimes we know, we know, we know, we know we can't do this on our own. We need some help from God. But Lord, could you just, you know, put a little help in there every now and then, but don't tell me. You happy me? <laughs> so I can feel good about saying I did it. Hmm? If you hear me today, your life will change. Huh? We've been working for it. When you never had to work for it. Hmm? Should we be righteous? Yes, but we should be righteous for righteous sake. Not righteous for money's sake. Huh? If you come to church this morning to get something, I forgive you right now. <laughs> Which is probably almost all of us. Huh? Or maybe we just come out of fear. We just don't want God to take our stuff. Yes? God is worse than courts. No. To come to the house of the Lord and, and, and do and to help other people should be just for righteous sake. We shouldn't be doing it because we're paying our way into heaven. Huh? Yes? Otherwise, some of us going to be here that we old and we still ain't got our heavenly mansion paid for. Hmm? Wouldn't it be something you get to heaven and you're still paying rent? Huh? You're going to have to get a job in heaven. Because <laughs> you don't deserve it. You just had enough to get in. Huh? You'd be living in a board house in heaven. Huh? You think you earned that home up there? Oh no. All eternity you're going to be living up there. You didn't earn it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Huh? It's like Tashana. She don't know when she ever going to get me paid off. 
her and Brianna, they're going to owe me. <laughs> the Lord is going to pay y'all's debt off quick. But this is to prove something to you. You'll never be able to pay the Lord off for what he's already done in your life. So when you look in the mirror and you see your goodness, make sure you don't judge somebody else. Hmm? Yes? And if somebody got a cheap gift for Christmas, that's because they didn't know me. Understand what I'm saying? See, that's that debt of love. Love others as I have loved you. Forgive others as I have forgiven you. The money is going to come just so y'all don't feel guilty about it. First of all, I want it to come, and that's why I'm speaking it right now. Huh? Because I want you to know that faith works. Because I told both of you the money would come. Yes? Some of it come, but you did something else with it. <laughs> Don't ever owe God. <laughs> That's all right. They ain't no interest. <laughs> you know what God loves God loves people he can play with do you know that you know over the years there's been I've known some Christians you can't play with them huh? oh no if I had said that to some Christians oh no no they'd leave Trinidad <laughs> can't throw away such good illustrations you know uh, you know God loves people he can play with but most of us we too sensitive God can't play with us we too sensitive yes I remember when I was um, I first started out in ministry and I kind of wanted to go down this direction with a message with a sermon but I, I, I don't know I felt like I was being too rough, you know, talking about something that was going on in society. And all at once I saw this vision of a mouse. I was convinced God called me a rat. <laughs> Be careful before you ask for visions. I thought God called me a rat. I thought... And I just took it the wrong way. Because I thought, okay, I, I'm going to be too rough on this. It's a political thing, kind of a political thing. It's in another country, but I thought I was being too rough on it, and God doesn't call me a rat. I couldn't face God for a whole week. 
Because I thought he called me a rat, and I thought he meant I was being too rough. But after, you know, all the pains and the hurts and that, the Lord said, I didn't call you no rat. I called you a mouse. Quit being such a weenie. So I wasn't a rat, I was a mouse. That's a big difference between a rat and a mouse, you know. <laughs> Total different meanings. The same little animal. Just the way you hear God. There's a big difference between a rat and a mouse. Uh-huh. A rat means you're, you're a rat, you're a nasty you're a rat. A mouse means you squeaky. And the vision didn't change. So the rat didn't shrink. It stayed the same size. It's just interpretation. See, the Lord can't play with some of us. He can't talk to some of us. Because we're so convinced He's come to stomp us out one time. When all things work for the good. You have a tissue. Ah, nice. So blessings hurt. I want you to really think about this. Is it possible? That's why you're not more blessed. Is it? Is it possible? Give it to me in secret. I'll walk by and just... See, that's the problem with us rats. We all got noses. Sometimes they run, and we should catch it before somebody else catches it. <laughs> it's so nice to be free. <laughs> Listen, Jesus spit on people. He breathed on them. And you scared of my tissue. <laughs> our righteousness should be one reason why we do it. We should do our best. Right? And this is the thing I realized about righteousness. But there's a big difference about doing righteousness because... For righteousness sake. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Right? And I, I admit that even that's a little burdensome Because you know you're always conscious of things. Should I have said that? Should I not have said that? You know you can beat up on yourself for many different things. But when you are doing righteousness. Not only for righteous sake. But you're doing righteousness for money's sake. You will beat yourself to death. 
You'll look at your old poor self. You'll look at your bank account. Look at your old broke car, your old broke house, your old broke husband, your old broke everybody. And you just beat yourself up all the more. Say, I need to do things better. I need to pray more. You ain't going to pray no more. You're under stress. (laughs) Why? Your flesh is ready to blast me now. Because you're pressuring yourself. But when you understand that God blesses you. Yes, we should try. That, That should go without giving. I shouldn't have to say that all the time. You should try to do your best. But he blesses you because he's good. Not because you're good. See, if he gives to you because you're good, see, that's, that's like a payment. Or at the, mo- at the most, it's a, it's a little bonus. Because you did it good. Oh, you did this good, so let me give you a little extra. So that's a bonus. That's not a blessing. Huh? That's a bonus for a job well done. Or pay for a job well done. But a blessing is something you didn't deserve. See, for example, if I say you're a sweet person. See, she can't hardly receive it. She don't believe it. You're a very loving person. So they're going to kill her just in a minute. (laughs) Now now I'm going to stick the knife all the way in. You're a hard worker. Killed her dead one time. (laughs) See? See, that's why Sarah laughed. See that? It still works today. Huh? Not because she's pregnant, but it still works. But see, that's what the Lord does. He comes along, He speaks some things. He speaks things you don't deserve. He speaks things that are kind of not true, at least as it concerns you. (laughs) Hmm? I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about all of us in general. But it's the word that changes us. If we would ever understand that our word will change people. Hmm? Our word would change people. Yes, you're a friendly person. Very friendly. You're a very friendly person. You're a very friendly person. I'm speaking that to somebody, but they won't look at me for nothing. (laughs) In their spirit, they know I'm talking about them. I see in this person. Truthfully, they don't look very friendly, but I was saying it anyway. You're a friendly person. They ain't paying no attention to me. You're a blessed person. Uh, you got money coming. Mm. You see, there's this thing that church people do. They say, but their eyes are going this way. <laughs> Same head, you know. Going like this, but the eyes are going this way. <laughs> they don't really believe it. What? But that's the blessing of God. What, what if? 
What if the reason your life is in such a mess is because you judging yourself? You condemning yourself. You won't let yourself have anything that you don't feel like you deserve. Who am I talking to here? Shoes, shoes, shoes. I know there was a story here a while back with shoes. But I think it's another shoe story. You went to buy shoes, but you didn't get them. You had the money, but you didn't get the shoes. Why you didn't get the shoes? Because you don't think you deserve the shoes. Not because of money. Mm -hmm. Who is that? Huh? Somebody on the other side raise their hand? Now I got somebody on this side too. And one of you three. Who's got their hand up? You. Just recently. Uh-huh. Sounds like women have a lot of trouble with this. <laughs> we had that trouble the other day. That's Christy, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, um, Prophet on Boxing Day. I went out with my friend. But I wasn't going nowhere, and then she was like, yeah, let's go and shop and stuff. I saw a pair of shoes. I know I could have bought it. But where, was it where was it open on Boxing Day? Um, Eastgate Mall. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Somebody told me there wasn't nothing open. You found the place. All right. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I found the place. All right. And um, I saw a pair of shoes, and I was like, yes. And when I saw the price, I was like, no. <laughs> Although I know I could have, like, buy it, like, right there. Could you afford them? Yeah. You could afford them? Yeah. So how come you didn't get them? I don't know why. Because I know you ain't got but one pair of shoes at home, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even a question if you need them or not, right? Yeah. Huh? Mm -hmm. But why didn't you really buy them? I don't know why. I didn't want to spend any money. Okay. Or I was like, maybe I could use the money for something else. Use the money for something else. I didn't want to spend the money. But we're going to run with, with at least the concept of what God is saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe you didn't feel like you was worth the pair of shoes. Yes. 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 Think that's true? Yes. I do too. <laughs> you probably didn't need them. They probably was too expensive. Yes. If I was your husband, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I ain't even going to ask the price. <laughs> because I'm scared she's going to... I told him about it too, she, and he was like, okay. I'm scared <laughs> she's going to speak out something, but... 1200 uh, uh, $1,200? Mm -mm, oh, who said 1200 Why is she guessing? <laughs> Cheaper than 1200 A little bit. A little bit, not much. <laughs> uh -huh, all right. Uh-huh. But, th but this is not the point. The point of a blessing... It's not if you can afford it or not. Because oh. <laughs> if you can afford it, it's not a blessing. Oh. But you're willing to admit that it wasn't just all about money. Yeah. It's about whether or not if you deserved it. Yes. Now probably, if you had helped an old person across the street... 
or helped a sick friend, made some soup for a sick person, mm -hmm. then you would feel more worthy. Uh, possible. Or if you if you had given some some money to somebody that broke down in their car, if you gave a little money somewhere, then you would feel more worthy. Anybody hear what I'm saying? And I started to think about stuff I had to do like this month. Like what? Huh? Things you had to do? This month, yeah. Well, I, didn't want to I, I am not. I am not saying that you should have bought the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that was the most. That was the greatest thing to do with this money. Yeah. That's not the point we're trying to get at right now. The point yes. we're trying to get at is it was based upon how worthy you feel. Yeah. And what does everybody think? If she had done something noble, don't you think she would have felt? She felt worthy yeah. by the shoes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Right? So, husbands, don't let your wife hear what I'm about to say. Ladies, if you want to go shopping, make sure you do something noble before you go. <laughs> Everybody understand that? Huh? Oh, yes. When you think you've done good, you will reward yourself. Not bless yourself, reward yourself. See, therefore it's not a blessing. A blessing is where you learn, and this is what you must learn to do. Lord, I like these shoes. Should I buy them? You know, I just got this much money out of these other things I might need to do. Should I buy them? And the Lord might say, you know, you're, not, you're not really going to be happy with them. You just want to buy something to feel special today. Mm -hmm. Oh, you admit that too, huh? <laughs> just buy something to feel special. Yes. To feel more worthy or holy. So what Christians would tell you to do, typically what Christians would tell you to do, mm -hmm. is go give to the poor. <laughs> and then you would feel better. But that's not what I'd tell you to do. i tell you to pray. If the Lord says he wants to bless you with the shoes, he wants to bless you with the shoes. What color were they? Black. Black? Mm-hmm. So now you know the difference between spoiled and blessed. You, you know the difference between spoiled and blessed. Spoiled is what? Spoil is like, okay, I deserve this. Okay. And blessed, is, and blessed like, is what? I don't deserve this. Oh. Remember that next time your husband buys you a cheap gift <laughs> for your husband to be. Yes? <laughs> I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed. But see, our whole world wraps around that theology. You can see it. Yes. Mm. Mm. Never thought I would say this. Lord says, buy your shoes. Wow. <laughs> he said you don't need them, but it's a blessing from him. Wow. Huh? And watch this and see if the money don't come sporadically from somewhere you didn't expect it to come. Yes? Just as a, as a teaching for blessings. Spoiled. And some of us are spoiled. 
we're spoiled in that we think we deserve better. Do you realize just the attitude could keep you from being blessed? The attitude could keep you from having your own house. Just the attitude. You're in the house of God. Huh? You need a new house. Yes. You're in the house of God. But the difference is the thing of being spoiled rather than wanting to be blessed. Spoiled means you come into the house of the Lord. Lord, why are you not giving this to me? Lord, I deserve better. You ever hear people say, I deserve better? You should say, why? <laughs> Next time you hear somebody say, I deserve better. Just say, why? <laughs> hmm? I would stay about three feet away from them. You know, you don't, don't get real close to them. Back up about, you know, stick your arm out. And if they look like they got longer arms than you, take another step back and say, why? <laughs> why do you feel like you deserve better? Huh? Why? Because that's the big difference. And today, you will leave this house. And it comes down to that one fact. Are you spoiled thinking you deserve better? Are you blessed because God has called you? Comes down to that. That's why most Christians, the more they grow, the broker they become. Because they leave the way of the Spirit. You know, you, you start to grow and you, you, you preach a little bit, maybe you sing a little bit, you witness a little bit, now you spoil. You think you deserve. As a heathen, saved by grace, blessings was coming. But then they dried up. Why? You went from being blessed by God to being spoiled. See, the, it's, it's the attitude. It's that attitude. Once you realize God can bless you, He don't have to. To say He has to is us back being spoiled. But God can bless you. Bless you before the sun goes down tonight. Huh? Just because he's good. Huh? Yeah. But you could be all spoiled. And even your milk could go bad before the dinner. But it's, it's, it's that blessing. And listen, if you want a sizable blessing, you better prepare your heart for the hurt. sometimes, see when the Lord blesses you and he blesses you big, it's like, oh, you don't know what to do with it. All you can do is love him because you know it. Lord, never in a thousand years could I be good enough to deserve this blessing. Not in one thousand years could I ever get good enough to deserve the love that you show me. Not in a thousand years. Huh? But some of us think we think we got some tight love. Woo. We think we got some tight love.
guess I'm tired now. Relentless. He's still trying to earn it. To be righteous for righteous sake, that's righteous. But to be righteous to get something and then act like God owes us. Because here's the thing. Your face determines your pocket. Your pocket determines your life. Deep down inside, if you live by law, you're still judging yourself and you're condemning yourself. And you are blocking the blessings. Hmm? Anybody ever try to be nice to you and say, no, 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 that's okay, it's okay, or it's okay. Huh? Some of you have so much integrity. You can't even take a seat on a bus from somebody else. Oh, no, no, I just stand. Am I right? Huh? Oh, no, 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 no. You ever seen two people at a stop sign? They're fighting. No, you go. Oh, you go. You go. You go. You go. And then they both get back and run into each other. You ever seen that happen? Huh? That's pr- that ain't courtesy. That's pride. <laughs> courtesy would have said... Thank you. And you would go. So you can't receive your blessing. And you think that person is going to receive awesomeness from God? No, you block it. You can't receive that awesomeness from God. Hmm? You like for people to help you? She laughing. Inside she laughing. You don't like it. When Said that it what? It was me. It was you. Oh, you it was you with the shoes. Aha. Uh-huh. Don't it feel good to confess? <laughs> so you didn't buy your shoes either? Huh? You didn't buy your shoes either. Stand, stand up. Mm-hmm. You're saving the money for something. Huh? For your kids or who? Kids, husband, well, who? I hear family. Yeah. Well, I have been eyeing that you for about a year. It has been in my cart. And then I finally got the opportunity. You've been eyeing a shoe for a year? Uh, yeah. <laughs> A whole year. <laughs> yeah, that's 365 <laughs> days. You've been eyeing a shoe. And I finally got the opportunity to get it for Christmas because my husband asked, what do you want it for Christmas? And then I said, a shoe. And he said, well, order it and I'll pay for it. And then Christmas came and he went on his own and he got me a little purse. And Get your what? He got me a little purse. A little and, purse? Yeah. Okay. And um, I felt like if it is he, he put so much thought into it and he, he made me so happy because for years I've been waiting for him to be that kind of person. And when he gave it to me, I just didn't feel like I deserved the shoe anymore, so I didn't order it. Oh, he didn't feel like he deserved the shoe. Well, maybe you should have asked just to 
make sure if the shoes was still included in it. But the thing is, you backed away from it. Been eyeing it for 360. You, you couldn't have <laughs> got a job and paid for it. Well, these must be some good-looking shoes. I'm curious. Anybody <laughs> curious what these shoes look like? Yeah. Huh? For a whole year? Yeah. Huh? Are they expensive? Yeah. Well, to me, it was 145 U.S. 125 U.S. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's 125. Huh? That's cheaper than her shoes. <laughs> so it wasn't real expensive. So, so, 365 days, wonder how many hours a day. That's a lot of shoe watching. <laughs> not easy, not easy. But see, and it's good that sometimes you put other people above yourself. And, and I can certainly respect your attitude towards, you know, he finally does something and you don't want to disrespect that but I think I would have asked you know because maybe both was included he may even say when are you going to get them shoes I, I hope so huh <laughs> I hope so you hope so uh huh mm. so you didn't buy them right no mm. well maybe you should just ask him You may be doing without shoes, and I'd hate to see you eye these shoes for another 365 <laughs> days away for Christmas. Come again. But this, this, this is the point. Because you don't like it when people do things for you. Little things, okay, but big things? Mm, you, say, you often say, no, 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 that's all right. Because you don't want to bother people. You know, you don't want to put people out of the way. Yes. Yeah. That's you, right? See, how can I say this nicely? That's the attitude God hates. Okay. It's okay to, to respect people. But if you can't receive from man, you can't receive from God. Uh, because you've already said what the whole thing boils down to. You don't think you're worth it. So, a lot of times we would say that's pride. We'd say, you know, no, 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 no. That's okay. You do it. You do it. You do it. Right? But is it pride? I would say it's pride, but it's not the aspect of pride you think. It's not the boastful aspect. It's the lowly aspect. You don't feel like you deserve it. And then there's, there's this other aspect of it. We don't want to owe nobody because if, if we let them do this for me, then I might owe them something. But with you, you just don't feel like you deserve it. But you understand how that's an enemy of the cross? It's like working out your own salvation with your own hands. God wants to bless your life. But when you don't feel like you deserve it, it just bounces off. And here's the thing, your husband might want to show love more. Mm. Mm. 
you know, it, it's kind of like this. This, this is a kind of, it's, it's kind of like this. Some people, I just feel free to come up and love on you or talk to you, aggravate you, play with you, what have you. You know, hug you. But some people, can I touch you? <laughs> you know, is, is this, anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, now, if you treat everybody the same, you are ridiculous. Because that means you just care about you. That means you have no discernment. So when you greet people, even in church, you greet some people. Some people, they're friendly. Huh? You greet some people, meet them one time, you greet them. They feel like, you feel like they want to take you home with them. <laughs> Somebody else? Oh, no. You, you think they're going to take some, uh, some, uh, what is it, some... Uh, Hand sanitizer out and, and hand, uh, sanitize themselves after you touched them, you know, or something like that. And if you don't discern that, you're, you're not discerning. If you just treat everybody the same. And I know that sometimes people say, I just, well, I treat everybody the same. I just hug everybody or I greet everybody the same. No, you're not discerning. You, you're caught up in yourself. You can't feel. Because if you could feel, you'd realize some of people don't like your greetings. So sometimes in that process, when we don't feel like we deserve it, we're actually blocking it. Right? We, we, we're blocking it. It's, it's like, um, um, and we see this in this house, there's this people in this house that's always getting blessings. Yes, always getting blessings. This one here, if you're ever hungry, hungry you ain't got no food, just hang around her. <laughs> She has this anointing for food. Huh? She just gets food. Huh? Huh? But there could be another one or two in here. They starving. But you never know it. Nobody never feels to give them any food. Because they got too much pride to receive it. They feel like. Oh no, I don't want nobody to know that I, I need something to eat. I, 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 so you, you won't give to them. And, and, and that's a lesson, by the way, when you give to people. Give to the people God tells you to give to. Sometimes the people you want to give to are not people you want to give to. Because hmm? if you give to those that give to you, you really ain't gave nothing. So sometimes the people that God wants you to give to, you don't really want to give to them. But always pray. Make sure it's not a trap. But a lot of times people are blocking that blessing. In this house, all of us live by faith in this house. Nobody gets no salaries. And it takes, actually it takes a year or two, sometimes longer, three or four years sometimes, before faith begins to work in somebody's life. Because you've got to get to that place where you're humble enough to receive because in this house, there's almost 40 ministers. Nobody works. We all survive. Yes, we all get blessed. Right? Either through the prayer room somewhere else, somehow or another, we get blessed. But in the beginning, is it true, ministers? Yes. In the beginning? Oh, no. We struggle. We struggle. Why? Because we have not yet let go of our pride. That we would let God bless us. Uh, from today, your life is going to change. 
And it's going to change because I'm going to make this statement to you. When I make this statement, it's going to change your life. Because this is a statement that's going to kill you and save you. When you don't let people give to you, you're a bad person. And you're not a bad person. You just didn't understand. Many, many years ago, when I was in ministry, I went to this poor little church just to encourage the pastor. Didn't go to preach, just poor little church in the middle of a, was that Atlanta, not Atlanta? South of Atlanta, in the city. Little rundown building, always in there was grandma's. I just went there to encourage the pastor because he was young. And he decides to take up an offering for me. And these people, they look broke. <laughs> they, they look so broke. And they were as poor. And it's like, all oh, my pride is trying to say, no, 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 don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Sure enough, they took up an offering. Some of it was change. You could hear it hitting. And it wasn't like two quarters. It's like a whole pocket, a whole hand broke the boom. So they're getting all this money. And so he's giving me. Didn't even preach. If I preached, I could feel like I deserved it a little bit. You know, I didn't do nothing. So they gave it to me in this envelope. So I was going to sneak around and put it back in the collection plate, you know. When they weren't looking, see, I'm a good person. I'm going to take that money, I'm going to put it back in that collection plate. Because I'm, I'm so good and holy and, you know, I don't, I don't need your money. It probably wouldn't bought gas or nothing, no way, but I was going to put it back. I, I can't take this, you know. I'm a good person, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I was getting ready to put that money back, <laughs> sneaking it back over. Uh, well, everybody else gave, I could give too. So. And the Lord says, you better not do that. Then I got scared. Because he called me a rat once before. So I like, <laughs> and he says, who had you rather me bless? These poor people? Or rich people that could afford to bless you? And I learned my lesson that day. I learned I wasn't such a good person. If I was a good person, I would have let them give to me. Open up your heart. And receive the love that you can never pay for. You have children? One daughter. One daughter. How old is she? Seven. Seven. You're going to see the way they love you changes. And what's going to change is the way you receive it. With a humble heart. Hmm? What did you ever do to deserve such love? So why are you trying to... We should never try to figure out why we deserve love. Hmm? You, you can't work for somebody's love. That makes them cheap and makes you cheap. No. Some man decided to love you. 
Not because of your beauty, not because of anything else. I don't mean you're not attractive. It just means it's not because of that. If it was because of that, it'd be cheap love. Hmm? And your child, well, in the beginning they may love you because you feed them, but there's this bond there. And they, so then they love you. Because some of you know you can't pay your children to love you because you give them money all the time and they still don't love you no more. Hmm. Um, your life is going to change. Hmm? Yes. And your shoes are coming. Ask your husband. Yes? All right. And I thank you for being an illustration. That's, these are wonderful illustrations, right? I, I like the way God moves sometimes. Sometimes even the prophecies is, is part of the message. It's, it's the point. Huh? Some of us, we think we're good lovers. You ain't no good lover if you won't let somebody else love you. Huh? Maybe nobody rubs your feet because you think you deserve it or because you think you don't deserve it. Both mindsets will rob you. Yes? Hmm? Who wants to rub the feet of a rejected person? Huh? Hmm? If Ishmael comes home and says, Wifey, you should rub my feet. <laughs> yes, Master. <laughs> yes, Master. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somehow, I, I just, I don't feel like the sensitivity would be there. Uh -uh. I feel like he might show up tomorrow with a cast on his big toe or something. Love can't be earned. And you can't make somebody love you. Yes. You just have to be loving for love's sake. And let the Lord bless you. And let other people bless you. Because most blessings are going to come through somebody. What if God released a blessing in your life a long time ago? But you won't let the carriers through the door. Let me say that again. What if God blessed you a long time ago? But you won't let the carriers through the door. What I mean by the carriers through the door. I mean the people that are supposed to bless you. You, you won't let them through the door. Huh? Maybe you don't like them. Huh? Yes. You know, in this life, even in Trinidad, I, I, I would have to do a tally. I'm not sure if it's not been some Hindus that's blessed me more than some Christians. Salvation doesn't depend on what roof you're sitting under. Salvation is dependent upon whether or not if you've opened your heart up to Jesus. Only one way. Hmm? But just because you have the name don't mean you have the love. Wow. Hmm?
This week, hallelujah. Tarabakasa. This week, open up your heart. Say, Lord, if you want to bless me this week, I'm not going to be spoiled. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, spend the day and get home at night and say, Lord, you didn't bless me today. See, that's spoiled because you think you deserve it. Remember, a blessing is something you don't deserve. But Lord, if you want to bless me, I'm just going to let you. Here's the thing. The Lord would start blessing you before sundown tonight. If you will quit telling him how to love you. And if you quit looking for it. And if you just love others and try to be the best person you can be. Because you want to be a good person. Not because you don't want to go to hell. At some point that's got to change. You're just a good person because you don't want to go to hell? So you loving on me just because you don't want to go to hell? What kind of love is that? You love me because God threatening you? Hmm? What? That'd be like Shelly going up to man and God says you're my husband. We got to get married. I don't care what you say. Huh? No, love has to be free. Be the best person you can, but as far as that blessing goes, that ain't got nothing to do with your goodness. Got everything to do with God's goodness. Huh? Open up your heart and let those messengers through. God blessed you a long time ago. Let the messengers through. Huh? Let the messengers through. Huh? See? Your pride's offending them. Your pride's keeping them away. Huh? Have you ever felt you ever felt like blessing somebody and then you see their face and change their mind? <laughs> what is that? The Lord told me go bless you. So I getting up, you know, I taking my money out, whatever I do, and I see your face and I say. <laughs> I mean, here it is. I am willing. God is willing. Money, cardinal, no matter how God going to bless you. I'm willing. God willing. But I see your face and your face ain't willing. <laughs> uh, something in you. Not humble enough to receive that blessing. Can you receive what you don't deserve? That's the big question. Hmm? Can you receive what you don't deserve? Huh? That's hard for teenagers. Huh? The Bible says it's going to be hard for the rich to get into heaven. I want to add to that just a little bit. It's hard for beautiful people to get into heaven. <laughs> because... They're rich in looks. Long live the ugly. Hallelujah. Be blessed this week. Glory to God.